from Ennui. This is Ennui Talk. You can support the show and other Ennui projects by subscribing to Ennui Plus on Patreon. But for now, sit down and enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back to the Ennui Talk podcast. I'm here with quote-unquote friend of the show, um, Crypto Kyle. Is that what we're going to call you? Or are we just going to call you Kyle? Carl Weaver? Carl Weaver. Well, yeah, you've dubbed me Crypto Kyle. I have. So I'm going to have to accept it. Exactly. Follow at Crypto Kyle with K's on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn. I don't know, Pinterest as well. But your Pinterest is just full of like Bitcoin imagery. <laughs> Let's go with that. Um, um, Carl and I have been friends for years. We met on Bitcoin many, many years ago. And... Ever since we've been investing in crypto, he used to be Bitcoin Kyle, but didn't have the same ring of, ring to it as crypto Kyle does. Um, Kyle, do you want to? Since you're here, do you want to um, tell tell us five things about yourself to for all the new fans? Five things. Well, there's uh, all right. Five things about me. All right, I got a a, a degree in economics. My Crypto portfolio is losing money on the daily. <laughs> <laughs> That's two. Uh, I love video games. Oh. I uh, uh, <laughs> there's not much else to me. Four chan, and Four ch- I browse four chan a lot. I browse biz obsessively now that I do crypto. Really? Yeah, I can't get off the site. Do we, do we have another number five? Um. We played Scrabble together once. Scrabble. Scrabble's a good game. It is a good game. We're very good at Scrabble together. Um, but today, here on the hashtag on we talk podcast, it's the CryptoCast. Um, that's probably already taken, but I'm going to just brand it like that anyway. Um, you and I are both being... Did we start investing um, in crypto at the same time? We were the... Well, you gave me the link to your coin spot. So unless you've been investing before me, we both started with Doge. On, uh, is it Doge the or Doge? Of February. It's. I think it's Doge, but everyone else says Doge. But I'm st- Doge. It's just spelt like Doge. It's no. It's spelt like. It, if and you, it doesn't make sense to have dog. You don't say dog as Dodge. No. But so why would it be Doge, Doge if you just had it? I prefer Doge. It has a nice ring to it. You know what I'm saying? Doge. I hate. I hate the word. I don't like Doge, so I use Doge. Well, for the rest of the podcast, I'm, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to refer to it as Dogecoin, just so you know. Just because that's fine, but I'm gonna say Dogecoin. No, because then the then the fans are gonna get confused, mate. They won't get confused because there's no other coin that even sounds remotely close to Doge. Well, there's Hogue, but is it Hogue coin? What's Hogue coin? Hogue coin. <laughs> is that what it is? That's a scam. It's a scam. <laughs> yeah, Hogue coin. H O G E. It's a scam coin. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it blew up for a little bit after our uh, Doge went off, um. but um. I think I think the rug got pulled out under everyone and it's now just useless. It was a picture of like a bulldog with sunglasses on its head. It's it's, uh, it's so sketchy. It's so sketchy. Sketchy but it's pretty as all fuck. Um, I actually did invest in Bitcoin. I don't know if I, t- if I told you this. I invested in Bitcoin when I was like eighteen. I put in a hundred bucks, then another hundred bucks a few weeks later, and then started putting like ten dollars in each week, and then I took it all out. And that was about uh, five yeah. years ago now, and I'd have like a lot of money right now can we can we actually calculate that you can do this because you got you got more hands because you're not holding a mark in your hand are you 
No, definitely not. Definitely not. No, I'll look it up. So Bitcoin, back in 20... If I go five years... So it was... You're good with maths, right? Like if I gave you a maths equation, you could work it out, yeah? No, definitely not. Okay, so if I put... If it's um, $8,000 back then... And now, like like yeah. like right now, it's seventy one thousand. That's what? What would you say? What, what, that what's would, that? Well, what did you put in? What did you put in? I said, let, let's bucks. say it was three hundred bucks. Three hundred bucks. All right. Well, you've almost gone eight times that then. So right? what, what's three hundred times eight? Let's say I was at eight thousand to eighty thousand would be ten times. So let's say it was so ten 8, times seventy one hundred. So I would 1, have one thousand. I mean. I'd have about 3,000 bucks out of that. And I have nothing. Yeah, so it's, I mean, not crazy gains, but I mean, it's better than pulling it out. So that was very dumb of me to pull out because you're just playing the long game. I don't think people understand that. Crypto is a long game. It's not like, let's invest in it. and Because like, when you put money in, did you expect to like lose it? Not to lose it, but like, um, obviously you're not going to invest money for the sake of investing money, but it's like, if you lose it all, it doesn't matter. Well, I expected to wake up and lose thousands of dollars one day and be up the next day, you know, because it's just, it's volatile. It's really bad today, wasn't it? On the date of recording. Yeah, it, was, it was like... It's, well, past two days have been pretty bad, but it was the weekend in America, so it expected it to go back up today, but it really tanked. It's a market correction, I think. I mean, Bitcoin went from, it was like 20 grand in December, right? Now it's $71,000. Shit. Right, so it was bound to crash at some point because it can't just keep going up but i mean i don't know if it's crashed yet it's only gone down a bit yeah there's always it's always going to crash at some point and then uh, if it keeps doing what it's been doing it's going to crash at a higher value than it used to be so you're always gonna be it's always right it's, it's always gonna go so i mean like realistically like what yeah, unless long something it's going to keep going up yeah unless something horrible happens which is unlikely. Like, what would... Okay, for example, what would cause Bitcoin to go from where it is to so far down low that it would take a significant amount of time for it to rise up again? Is there anything that could really happen? Yeah, well, there'd have to be some first world country that bans it. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, India's banned cryptocurrency. Um, I think it was Nigeria also banned cryptocurrency as well. But, I mean, that doesn't really have an impact. Because no one gives a shit about those countries, of so, course. Um, but why would they... Why yeah. would they ban... <laughs> Why would they ban cryptocurrency altogether? Well, I mean, you can't track... It's not as easy to track where it's going. It's an anonymous thing, right? So it's breaching anti-money laundering laws, oftentimes. At least Bitcoin is, because it's completely anonymous, really. But isn't there more fucked up things there in that country? There are other coins coming out trying to correct that. I feel like there's more fucked up things. Well, well they want to create their own cryptocurrency. Um, India, at least. I don't know about Nigeria, but I know India wants to create their own. I don't think the Nigerians have the capabilities of creating. No, they probably could. If any anybody could create a cryptocurrency, well, yeah, they, they have to. the capabilities to it. What is the actual well, process a, of you, making it though? Kids, kids make cryptocurrencies. They do it on their computer. You just make a fork out of an already existing one. Not that I know how to do that, but because <laughs> I've always wanted to make Onwe coins. That's what they do. They make forks out of it. Uh, you could hire someone to do it for sure can I hire you unless you want to learn how to do it yourself no I don't know you'd be screwed hiring me I wouldn't know what the hell I'm doing see that's I just know how to look at the lines go up on a graph and then go mm, I'm making money <laughs> making money um, <laughs> let's let's. what do you think the best way to do this is I feel like it's the best to look at what our portfolios are in a general sense 
and go, why? Because, you know, fucking six, like, you know, a few weeks ago, I think it was February 1st, I put money in. The only thing I really knew was Bitcoin. And I know Dogecoin, Dogecoin was around. And I was like, well, what the fuck am I investing in? Um, but now I've sort of ex- um, opened up what my portfolio is significantly. Should we look at yours first or mine? I feel like yours, you have more, you know what you're doing. And I'm just like, hey. Well, mine's, well, no, I don't know what I'm doing. You can't say I know what I'm doing when I'm down two grand today. But that's with everything though. That's with so, all the, the top ones. <laughs> Everything's up. Yeah, and if you got an early, you'd still be up. If you got in a month before us, you'd, you'd be up. Oh, good, yeah, exactly. But I mean, that's what I'm assuming it'll be up, you know, a month or two from now, we'll be up no matter what crashes. Yeah, exactly. What is your portfolio? What's in your portfolio now? Uh, it's pretty simple now. Mm. Um, I'll bring up my stats, all right? I'll just bring it up here. All right, seriously. Three, two, okay, I've got... 44.7% in LTO, I got 31.9% in ALGO, and I got 23.5% in ETH. And that's all I got at the moment. Okay, let's start that off. Why no Bitcoin? Why no Dogecoin? What's going on? Well, the Bitcoin's sad because I was expecting Bitcoin to crash, so I cashed out and I converted it to LTO, expecting LTO to moon. And essentially the opposite happened the next day. <laughs> LTO crashed and Bitcoin hit an all-time high. <laughs> so I'm screwed. I was expecting to buy back in on Bitcoin, but it just never dropped. Do you, does it? Do you think it will? I mean, it enough? dropped today, but <laughs> has it dropped enough? It'll. There'll be a. There'll be a big crash at some point. Just just wait um, on that crash. People talk about the rainbow graph. The rainbow graph. The halvening event hasn't. It hasn't come up for the halvening event yet. So what's the halvening event? And then there's expected to be in about a couple of months where crypto's value halves from its all-time high. Oh, okay. Why? Yes, Why I... a, you can look at a rainbow chart. Mm. Well, I don't know the mechanisms of why, but I think you would see a lot of people making a lot of money once it starts climbing. Then these big players start cashing out, and it just creates a domino effect. Everyone starts cashing out. There'd be people setting their you know, buy limits in for a set of price, which would be probably at that half point. Interesting. And then people are going to... And then the value drops, correct? If everyone's selling. I saw a good post about it once, but it was... Uh, yeah, if everyone's selling, it'll drop. And I think... Um, I saw a good post about which broke down how um, sort of automatic trading happened on crypto. But um, I forget all the details because it was a long post and I couldn't be bothered reading it all. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, thanks for yeah, thanks for coming to a fucking crypto so podcast where it's like, oh yeah, I can't remember what the fucking article said. Um, so first was LTO. Yes, yeah, so I'm somewhat of an expert. No, not well, somewhat. Um, LTO, which is what are they, what's it called? It's LTO. Um, LTO network. LTO network. Why LTO network? Because I asked supposed you. To, that's supposed to bridge some of the gaps of um, cryptocurrencies inability to track people. How so? And I'm not sure on the details either, but it's supposed to be more compliant with AML and KYC laws. Interesting. Was that the one? Was that the one that's big in Europe, or they're going to include it in European? Yeah, it's it's being used by the United Nations. Apparently, it has some of the highest amount of transactions. Interesting. Compared to other cryptocurrencies, I think it's in like number thirteenth most used in terms of transactions, something like that. Interesting. So right now you have what was it? So it was LTO. So that's that's why I'm bullish on it. 
Yeah, LTO on Algorand, which has just got a good team of scientists behind it. And uh, Silvio Macaulay is the creator of it. And he's a Turing prize-winning mathematician. He created it. And um, it's supposed to be some sort of revolutionary blockchain technology. It's supposed to be a viable currency, you know. In what way? Unlike some of the others, which are just <laughs> scam like, coins. Yeah, of course. Like Dogecoin and um, Hogecoin. Definitely scam Hogue. Bit of Hogue. Bit of Hogue. It, yeah. So, what is it? What, so, so he wants it to... The plan is to have it actually function as an actual currency. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. But a lot of these coins want that to happen, but we'll see if it ever happens. I mean, Algorand could fail too. But from the hype I'm hearing around it, it's supposed to be very good. So what? So that, that's one. That's one thing I'm. I've always tried to get my head around. What makes a cryptocurrency good versus bad? Obviously, if it makes money, it's good. But what? But what makes it yeah, rise? It d- depends on the coin mechanics as well. I mean, like Bitcoin has a set supply of twenty-one million, hmm. and it won't get any more than that. So, you know, it's going to keep inflating in price because you can't get more of it. Okay. And there's other ones that will inflate, like Dogecoin inflates something like 5 billion coins per year Shit. which is obviously going to be difficult to keep it inflating unless it's adopted as a world currency right because I mean the US printed about 3 trillion dollars last year right so that's just one country's inflation of money whereas Dogecoin's just doing 5 billion which is far below 3 trillion so if it was adopted as a world currency that inflation rate is really low okay and that's and that's why um, Algorand's. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think Algorand has a set supply, but um, it's not as high as Dogecoin's supply. I don't think. Because obviously, if there's if there's more of that supply, there is going to be you know, not necessarily more demand for it. That's one thing I'm trying to get my head around as well. You know, you can't just. Of course, well, the thing I'm, is, if there's if there's a lot of supply, there's not going to be a lot of demand because you could just get it anytime, yeah. right? So there was a misconception that Dogecoin was infinitely supplied which would mean its value is zero because anytime you could get it, you could get it. But it's not, it's not technically infinitely supplied, but I, over the long term, it will be infinite, I think, right? Because 5 billion every year, if you just continually add years, it's going to keep creating 5 billion. What a do- it's not like an infinite supply because if you had an infinite supply of money, you can't walk out and buy an infinite amount of Dogecoin. Because so- there isn't an infinite supply, right? No, of course, I get that. Why did why did Dogecoin itself take off? Like, is it just because it was because it became so much of a meme? You know, sort of like the GameStop thing. Um, you know, oh, there was a bit of a hype around it, and that hype just led to it slowly, slowly. You know, more people started buying it, et cetera, et cetera. Because it's at the top. Like, well, if you look at um, probably not now, but it was very popular on all the um, crypto trading websites. It was like, do you know what I mean? And if like you know, if actual traders, after actual crypto traders are seeing that. They're obviously going to try and put something well, in. I think it's still in uh, one of the most popularly bought cryptos right now. It's crazy. Which is surprising me because it seems like more of a pump and dump sort of thing, mm. which is why I pulled out after making some money off it. But um, its initial mm. burst in price, I don't know why that happened. I mean, I think it was coincided with a lot of other coins exploding in value, and I think people are just more surprised that Dogecoin did it, so it got more attention. Was it- But it also mm. got a lot of followers after the GME thing as well. So what was the what was the GME thing? Tell me, tell me more about that. Well, it was uh, the GameStop stock. That dude on Reddit 
was hyping it up for months before people started buying in on it. Right, he bought 50 grand of its stock when it was worth nothing. Because um, he thought it was um, he thought it was undervalued, which it was, and it was undervalued because everyone was shorting it because they expected it to die out because of the lockdowns, and it was generally decreasing over time. But uh, these big hedge funds took out over one hundred percent of the stock in shorts, so they were shorting it way too much, expecting to make a lot of money off GME's failure, and that's what this guy pointed out. Then people noticed he was right, so they all started buying it up, so it shot the price up. And then uh, they supposedly screwed the hedge funders, but I I think they ended up making more money, the hedge funds. <laughs> so what do they I mean, mean by that? find a way to make money. What do they mean by screwing the hedge, the hedge funds? Well, because if you short the stock, you have to buy it back mm. at another price at a later date. Mm. So if you're shorting it, you're expecting it to go down in value. So if you you set a you set a time limit on as well. So if you buy it at the beginning of a month and you say I'm going to buy this stock back at the end of the month at a lower price, you make the difference in the price you bought it at versus the price you buy it back at. So you then you borrow the money in the first place. Yeah, okay. So you sure. borrow money to buy crap loads of the stock, and then you sell it all. Then you buy it back at a lower price and give it back to the person you originally bought it from. What do you end up making so if off that? If you if you buy it at like forty bucks, mm. and then you have to go buy back that all that stock you bought at forty bucks at five hundred bucks, it's going to cost you a lot of money, right? Fuck like. So the hedge funds, it was supposed to cost them like over, I forget the number, it was like over ten billion or something like that. Shit, this might have been more. I can't remember the the figure, but it was a lot of money they lost on that trade. But I think I uh, I really don't know the details after it. It happened, but I think they would have just renegotiated a buyback date because they knew it was just a pump. So, how much money do you end An up? An artificial off? pump because GameStop stock wasn't worth four hundred and fifty. Oh god, he made like fifty mil, I think. That's crazy. It's a crazy lot of m- amount of money from just being able to watch. Yeah, because he, w- he would have. Bu- uh, yeah, I think he might have bought it at like four dollars or something, because I think its lowest was like four dollars, four dollars per share. And it was fluctuating between like $4 and $40. So if he bought 50 grand at $4 and then it went to $450. Yeah. Oh, that's... US dollars. It's a fuckload. What an increase that is. So he he made a lot of money. (laughs) Smart. Like it's, you know, just watching those trends and knowing where to put... Like it was a big... It was a big gamble as well, but obviously when they're like, you know, they're shorting it. Yeah, it was a big gamble, but I think he had the money to spare to just throw 50 grand at something. I feel like that's and the... he was right. I mean, it I, was overshorted. It, it was artificially being decreased in value because GameStop stock isn't worth $4 naturally. It would probably be more around that $40 mark mm. or more because it's a functional business. It loses money, I'm pretty sure, every year. But Or they're not making much profit. But it certainly wasn't a $4 stock. You know, it was just that price because everyone was expecting GameStop to fail, mm. which shorting can contribute to a company failing. I wonder if you thought it was going to shoot up that much. Like, obviously, it was, you know, if it is undervalued like that, it's going to shoot up. Okay, you know, if it's supposed to be $40, then it's going to go... Um, yeah, I yeah, think either way, he would have made money mm. at the end as long as GameStop didn't shut down. But, um, yeah, he got everyone else on board the train, so he made a lot more money than I think he expected to make. <laughs> That's crazy. Fucking genius. So, so what, have, what was Elon's Mu- Elon Musk... Was it just him tweeting out about Dogecoin and that just like shot up? Because he's very, you know, very, very well, influential. 
Yeah, the first time the coin shot up, it had nothing to do with Elon Musk. No. But following that initial pump mm. where it dropped back down, uh, it was like worth you know zero point zero five cents or something. Mm. It shot up to like nearly ten US cents, I think, something like that. Then it dropped back down to like two cents. And every time after that, Elon Musk was pretty much the only thing pumping this coin. What, what do you what do you see for Dogecoin in the future? Because it's like it's. Can it last forever? I don't think it's going to sit as 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 an actual. Well, it very well could. Like I don't think it's it's ever it's not going to rise to you know Bitcoin levels. I don't think. I think it's going to. No, nothing. I don't think there's ever going to be anything that rises to Bitcoin levels no. ever again. God no. But how big will it rise? Bitcoin had the first mover advantage. Oh, exactly. Yeah, the and it's. I mean, it's everyone thinks cryptocurrency is Bitcoin, mm. right? Especially boomers who start investing in it. You know, they think cryptocurrency is Bitcoin, and that's the only thing. But there's many, many others, right? Well, what people people will call even I still sometimes when I'm referring to cryptocurrency say Bitcoin instead of cryptocurrency. Mm. It's just Bitcoin is the cryptocurrency. So when people go to buy crypto and they don't know anything about it, they'll just go buy Bitcoin, which is not a bad not a bad thing because it's probably the best of the cryptos in terms of investment and it's slowly going to keep making money because it is the you know it's the founding father of cryptocurrencies if you want to call it that so it's going to keep growing and growing i think i think it is the first cryptocurrency yeah it would be i I, it'd have to be really unless there was others like at the same time that sort of died out very early but yeah but i think it is the first cryptocurrency because i think it produced the first paper on it and that's what introduced the technology interesting so i think bitcoin is the first one so i think it's not the best apparently in terms of technology but it's the first and that's a big deal for those is that first mover advantage is a big deal um it was that's right It it was the first decentralized cryptocurrency bitcoin 2009 it was um for those who don't understand, and I'm sort of like, I, I sort of do understand, not as much as I'd like to, but how does technology and, and not Bitcoin, see, look, now I'm doing the same thing as fucking you. How does technology and cryptocurrency, <laughs> how do they work together hand in hand? Like, what is the technological aspect of cryptocurrency? You're pushing my knowledge, man. <laughs> I know, I know. But like, what, when, you, when you say technology... it's um, It uses hashing to encrypt the transactions okay. and the hashing is supposedly very secure but I'm not really sure on the tech I only just downloaded a book on crypto on Bitcoin specifically so I could learn about this stuff mm. but I mean I've had a skim through it it's, it's computer science stuff I'm, I, don't, I don't know if I'm smart enough to really understand it completely but, <laughs> right but you're using you're using you're not using like a bank account or anything you're, it's completely decentralized and you're using encryption to conduct the transactions and um, it's had the network is nodes. Anyone can set up a node, and all these nodes are confirming that the transactions are taking place. So, something complicated like that. <laughs> I, I I do understand you. I get you. I get you. Um, one thing I've just I was just sort of thinking about just then. It's do you think there will be a point where there'll be some sort of celebrity influencer, whatever, who will come in and make their own um, cryptocurrency? And because they have so much influence, it's going to take off like that. Like I could... I think if anything, I don't think it's going to be a celebrity who does it successfully. I think it's more going to be a company that does it. You know, like say Apple or Tesla come out with their own. People are just going to latch onto that like crazy. Who do you think is more likely to bring out cryptocurrency first? Apple, Google, 
or Tesla or whatever the holding company company of Tesla is. You might probably start at start a side company. Um, but Musk, Apple or Google, who do you think is more likely to start a cryptocurrency first? I would, it will, I guess the easy picks Musk because he already believes in this stuff in a sense. Hmm. But if I had to guess, it would either be, I, I would say probably Apple because they already have a, you know, they have the Apple credit card and they have the Apple pay system. My guess is they would try it. They might come out with an exchange or something first, but I reckon they would, they, I reckon they would do it first if I had to guess. But Musk is more up, he, Musk is more up to date with this stuff, right? So he could come out with SpaceX for a cryptocurrency that you could use in like a uh, universally to I, Mars, you know, send I, some crypto to Mars, you know, space coin. But that's sort of the use cases for crypto is that it's, it's easier to transact over the internet. Mm. So if we ever did colonize other planets, it, it's easy to transact with crypto over the internet compared to a traditional banking system. Which is interesting. Cause that's what, that's what the content, the concept of cryptocurrency is basically it's decentralized Internet money. And in- internet money. So it can be used within, you know, between countries. It's not, well, it's decentralized. It's not controlled, et cetera, et cetera. Um, one thing I was going to ask, because there's a few that I've sort of like just looking at my um, $200 worth that I've got in my, <laughs> in my coin spot, <laughs> which is nothing. But it was like, I made a bit of money, just chucked a little bit of money in, lost some money on Dogecoin. I put a, um, what is it called? A stop on it? And I lost money on it. Stop loss. Stop loss. Yeah. That's, yeah. You lost money on it. No, I didn't know. You didn't set it, I, did you set it to pull you out I th- at your original investment or just a bit above? I think I pulled... Actually, no, it must be a bit above. So I think if I put in 100... Because it shot up to like 210, it did at one point. 214. Yeah, no, actually, it was just more than that. It was 230. And then just dropped. Um, and I just put like another 20 bucks in. You know, I'm not going to risk my life for Doge. Um, but I split it. I split it between... And if I actually have a look, how do I how do I view my um, my full wallet? Because I cannot see exactly how much. I can only see my percentages. You clear, right, you've got to click each individual coin and open wallet. You're fucking kidding, mate. This is fucking disgusting. Because right now I've got twenty eight percent in LTO holdings. Holdings, is that right? Network LTO network. Um, tw- LTO network. Yeah. Twenty one percent in Ethereum, which is Ethereum. What did I say? Ethereum. Ethereum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ethereum. <laughs> look, look. We're not Ethereum, experts. Look, yes. just because it's a crypto fucking podcast doesn't mean we're experts in this shit. Um, and then definitely not. And then twenty-one percent in Doge, and I have thirty-one percent in other. Um, a little bit of that's Bitcoin. I haven't bought any Bitcoin. Um, because I know I'm not going to make probably nothing off it now because it's already shot up so much and i can't remember yeah, you can still make money off it but you're not going to make crazy gains no exactly like i'm more likely to make crazy gains off doge and then you know sell it to why it's growing you know what i mean yeah 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 you, i'd say yeah if you're really in to try and make as much money as quickly as possible bitcoin isn't the way to go unless you've got millions to throw at it exactly oh and um and chain link so i've got about 20 bucks in chain link chain link yeah yeah I used to have. Some, I sold my chain link for Algorand. So why did you buy chain link in the first place, and why did you sell it? Um, I really only buy chain link because it's uh, it has hype around it, and there's people are saying, you know, would you buy Ethereum for thirty four bucks? So 
implying that they expect Chainlink to go to around Ethereum values. Interesting. Which is about twenty four hundred bucks now Australian, right? And I'm like, yeah, I'd buy thirty four dollar Ethereum if I could. But um, I don't know. I sold it because Chainlink has been crabbing for a while. And I expected Algorand to do a little better, but um, it hasn't so far. But they have, they've both gone down. Everything's gone down, though. So even if I kept my chain link, I wouldn't be much better. Yeah, everything's gone down, no. but like, yeah, they, they, can't, they haven't been doing that much different. So even if I held my chain link, I would be in about the same position. What do you do? You... I didn't have much chain link in the first place. It was only like about 20% of my portfolio overall. There are, um, just looking at CoinSpot right now, there are a few new, new coins, like there's Share Token, know nothing about it. Um, Frontier, know nothing about it. Reef Finance, know nothing about it. And then there's... Reef pa- Finance, yeah, I've heard Reef. There's Pancake Swap as well. And it's got a little Pancake, pancake Swap, yeah. yeah. A lot of hype around that. It's got a Pancake as its little... Yeah, I think it shot up recently. But yeah, that picture is cool. I mean, that's enough for me to invest. <laughs> Do you, well, Kate... That's enough for me to want to go in. I mean, it's like, that's what I just found, like, I find interesting. Cryptocurrency is like podcasting. Um, just to make a little bit of a self-referential little nudge nudge. Um, See, let's try and justify this one. Go. <laughs> they, they're both very, very popular, but not to the mainstream. Do you know what I mean? Like there's so many... How do I explain it? Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's like it's it's probably on the, the first part of that bell curve. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's the S curve of adoption. Yeah, exactly. So... Yeah, they say cryptocurrency is on the bottom of that. So we're coming, not on the bottom, but we're coming up to the big curve of the S curve. So like it's going to like start coming up and then it's going to go down soon. Yeah? No, the S curve doesn't go that... It oh, goes the, the opposite direction. The opposite, wait. So it's like... It's, it starts low, then it's going to rise up. Mm. It's going to rise up and then it's going to plateau at the top. And they say we're just we're just at the end of um, that early the early part of the curve, so we're about to do the big rise apparently. Because I feel like there would be like, okay. to mainstream because people are mainstream adopting it, right? And that that's the thing. Companies are using it as a store of value now. Look at Tesla; they just bought a one and a half billion dollars worth of it. Of, of what coin? Because I mean, if you have if you're a com- a Bitcoin, mm. if you're a company that's got one and a half billion dollars sitting in a bank account all it's doing is deflating in value if, if, so if anything it's less and less up. every day you have it sitting there so, see that's interesting with bitcoin yeah i mean it could completely crash but you wonder what in like the next 10 20 even 50 years how cryptocurrency is going to affect banking obviously cryptocurrency is not a bank like i'm not a i'm not a dickhead but it's you wonder how many people are going to put their money in you know, not many people like actually like just to have it sitting there in bank account and try and reap the the interest. But even like putting it into like you know um, mutual funds or into other stocks, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, how much it'll actually change for the people who actually do that? Do you know what I mean? Like how many people will actually? I don't think every there's it'll be it'd depend on um, how much crossover there is between cryptocurrency and like traditional stocks, which is like, who knows how that's actually going to work. But yeah, it'll be interesting, like sort of what impact it will make on those stocks. Cause it's like, you know, if there's less people um, buying stocks, obviously the stocks are going to go down, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Correct. Well, I think it's just going to start blending into people's portfolios. I think a lot of, um, 
a lot of like index funds are starting to include cryptocurrencies a small amount of the investment portfolio overall you know they might put in five percent of it being in cryptocurrency instead of 100 percent in stocks so i think it's just going to start blending in i think the crazy gains that you start you see in cryptocurrency all the time you know where coins a thousand times in value overnight <laughs> things like that it's crazy that'll slow down over the long term but I think it'll just be another... Uh, it's just really a competing set of currencies, right? So if cryptocurrency becomes a way to transact rather than just using fiat currency, like, you know, government-issued dollars, mm. then we're just going to have competing forms of cryptocurrency, which is one of the reasons I like it. It's because it's competing with other currencies. So, you know, one currency does something better than the other. Like Ethereum at the moment has really high gas fees, so it costs a lot of money to use Ethereum. So there's a lot of other coins that have solved that problem. So it's really cheap to transact with it, and they just have to get the rep of Ethereum, really. Uh, I think there's more... There are other benefits to Ethereum over these other coins. But you get what I mean. If there's a fault in one coin, another coin comes along and corrects that fault, and they compete with each other. Interesting. So that's very interesting. And uh, do you think... How long until you think that... Obviously, as you said, it's probably the portfolios are probably going to blend, but... Even before that, do you think people are going to be able to make a living off crypto trading? I feel like people already are to an extent. Yeah, well, yeah, there, there's people down there who are already doing it. But, I mean, so risky, right? Because it's so volatile. It's the same as day trading, right? I, th- I reckon if anyone's actually making money off it, they're already doing day trading with stocks. Interesting. And they just look at crypto on the side as well, you know? Yeah, like that's their hobby. That's their side thing. Because you couldn't invest as much money as you do in day trading as you could in currency yet. I think it could, but you'd really have to know what you're doing. Because, I mean, these coins, you'll just look at the graphs on CoinSpots for some coins. Look at the gainers section. Mm. And you can see some of these coins go up like 100%. And every day it's a new coin going up 100%. So if you're really paying attention, you can essentially double your money every day. But, I mean... Risky, you know, real risky. Do you feel it's not like playing a long game on a stock that you know is going to do well? Yeah, and I feel like it's a you know, obviously, you know, if you're doubling your money, obviously, you know, double hundreds, two hundred, double two hundreds, four hundred, etc., etc., etc. But you never, you there's there's going to be days like you know, case out of three sixty five, how many of those days are you going to be losing money? And is it worth? Well, if you can balance it, you know, day traders, if you can balance it out, it doesn't matter if you lose money one day if you've earned more the previous day yeah. do many do many um increase obviously you know we've, we've seen it happen with dogecoin and um but a, but a regular coin do you see many of them go more than 100 percent in a day regularly regularly um i don't know about regularly because i've only been doing it for a couple of weeks <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but you know what right, i mean but like, i mean if you just if i just look at the graph on um just the not the graph, but um, the section on CoinSpot, which has gainers, mm. right? It tells you at the top who's gained the most in terms of percentage. Mm. And nearly every day, there's something that's close to 100% or more. I mean, I think the most recent one was Ravencoin. I had a friend who put some money in Ravencoin, doubled his money that day. That's crazy. Right? And he just just did it on a whim. He didn't know about Ravencoin, but he just put it in. And I was like, man, I missed that. I wish you told me about that, man, because <laughs> I would have thrown some money in. So you doubled it, that doubled it that day. But I mean, now it's crashed again. But 
So you, yeah, you, heaps hmm. of coins are doing that. Heaps of coins are doing that. And it's not necessarily coins that have like a future, right? The coins I've picked at the moment, I think, have a future. And um, Raven coin, I don't know if it's got a future. I think it might just be artificially inflated and then might just die out. Is that the one with the Raven as the logo? As the name implies, yes. Yes, okay. I just, just want to double check that. Um, there's, another, there's another one called Kusama coin, I think has a raven picture as well uh yes okay maybe that's what i'm looking at um see there there's a lot of cryptocurrencies it's very i think it's something that i'd really like to look into like give, give me a um give me a give me a link to that um what that 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 book is is there an audiobook form yeah there better be yeah. uh who knows it's independent you know independent reserve yeah i do Yes, if you go on their website, it's a free download. Okay. The crew, one of the the co-founder was writing it, and then he got killed, and he didn't get to finish it. So his other founder finished the book. It's really short. I was going to say, um, was it like, was it like, did it? Does it stop mid sentence, and then they release the book? <laughs> as it is. <laughs> it's. I think it would have been a longer book had he got the chance to finish it, because it's only it's like eighty something pages long. I think. Fucking hell. So it's it's pretty short, but um, which is good. I mean, if you just want a quick overview of it, but it's all about Bitcoin. I don't think it's about it's not about cryptocurrency in general. Okay, interesting. But I mean, Bitcoin. I mean, is the progenitor of it all, right? They talk a little bit about cryptocurrency overall. Mm. He suggests, I think that he suggests most of them are just scams to make the original creators money. Really, which I think is true for a lot of coins, like Hogue Coin. Mm. I really. Hoge, Hogue, whatever you want to call it. Mm. I, I doubt that was made as a serious attempt at being a future currency, right? That's oh, probably no. made to catch on with the Doge hype and try and double or triple, quadruple, ten times, thousand times the creator's investment, right? Because whoever created it, they probably can take as many coins as they want. Of course, yeah. So even if it pumps from 0.0001 to like four cents, mm. <laughs> you make a lot of money off that. Of course, yeah. Fuck yeah, exactly right. And that's what it's... That art, that artificial inflating, and you know the creating a coin just to, you know, be for for that artificial purpose. It is that is quite interesting. Um, before we do sum up, um, the title of this episode, I've already decided it. It's we in, what um, we invested in Dogecoin. This is what happened. Just to people who are listening, just for <laughs> that, what happened? Um, I made a hundred bucks and I lost a hundred bucks. Well, for me, I <laughs> at highest I got a hundred and twenty percent on my investment, Shit. and I pulled out at fifty percent. Still money. So I made money, but um, I wasn't willing to hold long term enough to see if it would go back to that hundred and twenty percent. I wouldn't either. So I just I set my stop loss, and I pulled out when I could. Smart, absolutely smart. And what you pulled out break even. Pull that break even. A bit, bit, bit above break even it was. I think it was... Bit above. Bit above. Yeah, I can't okay. remember what it was. Um, what do you think... What if... You know, before we have you on uh, next time, whenever the hell that'll be, what coin do you recommend any layman to come in and go, hey, I'm going to invest in some coin. What, should I, what should, would you tell them to invest in? Well, first off... The investment advice is coming from someone who's losing money right now. Yep. So, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. But if I was saying, if you're in a long-term, serious long-term, 
you just, I'd say, put like 80% Bitcoin, 20% Ethereum or some split like that. If you're in it for medium term, you should probably choose mainly those two coins. But, you know, throw it into some other things that have serious projects behind them, like LTO and Algorand. I mean, they have serious teams behind them and they're serious projects. And if you're in it for the quick buck, just pick any random coin and then hope it moons the next day. Smart advice from Crypto Kyle. Thanks. Do you like that moniker? I like that moniker. Crypto Kyle. I'd hate it, but I have no socials or anything, so I have to <laughs> take what you give me. Fuck yes. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, thank you for joining us, Crypto Kyle. Um, and we'll talk soon on the podcast about cryptocurrency. Awesome. Great stuff. That was good. There we are. Sure, man. Thanks for having me on. On We Talk is hosted by Matthew Winner, produced by On We. You can listen to the show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or watch it in its entirety at youtube.com slash TV one You can show your support by becoming an On We Plus member, where you get exclusive series and podcasts, early access, and member-only perks. Join us at onwe.tv forward slash plus. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.